welcome back to the BKD Sales Training Institute podcast series. I'm excited to have Amy Franco joining us again to talk about cross-serving our clients. And some of you listening may be thinking, geez, this topic again? But notice I did say not cross-selling, but cross-serving. When I think about that, you know, when we say sales, it could have a negative connotation to it. And when we say serving, that really ties into our mission statement and providing unmatched client service to our clients. And, you know, one way to look at it is you know, we're really a billion-dollar firm only realizing $600 million in revenue with potential opportunities that we have to cross-serve our current clients. So when you look at it this way, Amy, why is cross-serving our clients so important? Probably one of the biggest things out of the gate is the idea, the fact that it is easier to sell or to cross-serve a current client than it is to do that same thing with a net new prospect or a net new client. With an existing client, we have built trust. We have helped them build, grow their businesses. And so we have that trust with them. We're that trusted advisor. It's a huge opportunity. So that's first and foremost. And even more importantly, it, it keeps us relevant because we continue to be top of mind. It encourages us to be innovative and to be known beyond traditionally what we might be known for. And it also expands our reach. So if we stay relevant, we expand our reach, that gives us the opportunity to get that full realization. One thing that we've talked about before too is the more services, the more people we get involved with the client, the harder it is for them to leave us. So when you look at the back end of it, the retention piece of this is very, very important as well. You know, as a firm, we get a lot of good information from our client surveys. You know, what are some of your thoughts around how, how do we uncover these opportunities and what are the best type of clients for us to focus on? So if I start with the second part of that question, which is around um, what, what's the best type of client to focus on or even what might be a client that we, that we avoid, um, the engagement surveys give us so much data about how we're performing with clients, what their experience is with us. So that is a great place to start in terms of mining their perspective on their experience with us. And taking a look at some of your best clients where you have a great relationship and looking at that client data. And maybe we're only performing one or two services there and really taking the opportunity to look at their business and, and this idea of the servicing piece of it, the, the service element of it, taking the mindset that part of our role is to serve our clients and part of service is helping them figure out what big challenges that they're trying to solve for or where they're going to next and being there to help them do that. If we're not doing it, somebody else will. Right. So it's our opportunity to, to be the ones that are there to do it. Um, you know, on the flip side, um, clients that may not be the perfect match for cross-servicing at this time Maybe there's a client where we have just a neutral relationship or there is some kind of risk going on at the client. It really pays to solve those risks first or whatever those issues might be before going down the path of cross-servicing because that's where it might be perceived in a way other than what we intend it to be. Right. Um, also, if there's a client out there where no matter what, they're always going to think of us as a transactional provider, that's probably not the best candidate for cross-servicing because if we're feeling challenged with the one or two services that we have in there today, 
we're going to be even more challenged to try to cross-serve, especially very specialized services. And one thing I've noticed around the firm, too, a lot of our, you know, I, I'd call them win stories around our client survey have been when we've had negative remarks. We've actually reached out and retained the client. But on the flip side, now I've not yet seen where we had glowing marks from a client, and we use that as an opportunity to go out and say, what could we do even better than what we're, what we're doing today? And, you know, to, to me, that would be, you know, with those happy clients or, or loyal clients, those to me would be a good target to go and say, you know, even though we've had good remarks, what could we do even better? Or, you know, potentially taking other people to introduce them and looking for those cross-servicing opportunities because we all choose where we spend our time and those seem to be the kind of clients I would want to spend my time with. Well, absolutely. And um, coming back to you know some of the strategies that can help us uncover cross-servicing opportunities, those really happy clients that are either very highly satisfied or they're they're loyal to us, there are advocates in those clients today, and you likely have great relationships with them. It's an opportunity to take a learning standpoint to get more educated about their business and then be able to say, hey, could we have a conversation about this with other stakeholders in the business? I may have some ideas for you on how we can help you solve that. And that becomes a non-threatening, non-sales type of approach to cross-servicing because we're, we're, we're using cross-servicing or leveraging it in service of their goals or their challenges. Right. Yeah, and, and one of the things, too, we, I may put you on the spot here a little bit, yeah, Amy, sure. but when we talk about strategies around uncovering additional opportunities with clients, I go back to when you and I first met, and it started around just our sales training program. It started with a few videos, and then now that we've worked together a little longer, you know, we've, we've done for recent new hires, um, you know, we've also had our Sky Initiative leadership conference. There's just a lot of things that you've been getting more involved with. So I think it's something that maybe you don't only preach, but you've also practiced. So what are some of the strategies or steps you take to help uncover some of those opportunities? Yeah. So I think we're probably a great example of this because we were first introduced through a common connection. So this is where, you know, talking about the power of a referral introduction makes so much difference because the fact that we were introduced by a trusted connection really helped to accelerate that business development process. So so that's one part of the equation. For me, the other part of the equation is many times a client, they will give you part of the business because, or like a smaller piece of the business because we're all risk averse. We, we want to make sure that we're making a great choice. So my goal is always to over-deliver on that first opportunity so that it's you get an opportunity to, to see how I work, and hopefully it opens doors to other opportunities. Right. The, the, so that's one approach. The, the other approach with that is, is I continue to learn more about your business. I think about ways that I can serve you, whether it's with – what my expertise or opening up my network to introduce you to other people that might be able to provide different services than I do. So those are a couple of strategies that, that have worked really well for me. And they're natural to who I am. And I think it's probably very natural to everybody who's listening here because it is all about service. And then also being willing to say, hey, maybe there's an opportunity here for us to work together. Or if it's not for me, I might be able to introduce you to someone. Yeah, absolutely. And what we've we've really focused on 
uncovering these opportunities through you know a couple of different methods in the client survey and but once you've uncovered those what do we do next how do we how do we take that next step and push it over the goal line yeah so so let's say that you've you've uncovered a potential cross-servicing opportunity. The, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to really try to understand is, is it a true viable opportunity? So I will leverage my advocates within that client to get, get educated about it, make sure I know who the decision makers are. So many times it, it takes us a couple rounds, many times to get to who the decision maker is, but the faster we know who that person is or those people are, the more that we can accelerate it. Um, one thing that I have found really helpful is um, once you've uncovered those things is to scope out some ideas. Part of our role is showing initiative and taking leadership. And one way we can do that is to scope out ideas and do a brainstorming session with the client or a proof of concept with the client. Those are lower risk ways for them to start to see oh, yeah, we can work with BKD on this. I didn't think of them for this, but they're really showing their expertise. And now I can see myself potentially working with them. So those two things, a proof of concept or a brainstorming session, are low-risk, non-salesy type of ways to get in front of them with a cross-servicing opportunity. Yeah, and I think once you do that, you're then tied to the idea or tied to it and sometimes we'll not even think about going anywhere else if you're in it from the beginning of the, of the discussion. So, you know, as, as we wrap up here, Amy, the cross, cross serving our clients is going to, it's going to continue to be a focus. It's been a focus in the past. It's just a, you know, important part of who we are and what we do. So any, any key takeaways or next steps that, that you would give to our audience as, you know, as they're wrapping up a great season and then also um, heading into heavy marketing season? Yeah. So, so I take a look at your top three clients, Take a look at your top three clients and who your advocates are in those clients and ask for meetings with those advocates. This could be a 15 or 30 minute phone call where you learn more about the business and start to formulate ideas about where some cross-servicing opportunities could be. And then the, the real key is with those conversations with your advocates, asking if they can help you advance it forward for another conversation. So, so that that's where that's where I would where I would begin, and then see where that leads. The chances are really good that an advocate's going to open a door for you once you've taken that first step. Absolutely, kind of goes back to the, the trust and building relationships. Well, Amy, we once again appreciate your time, and you, you know everyone that's uh, listening in today, we appreciate your time as well, and we'll look forward to ramping up back in May with our full time STI sessions, and we'll go from there. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.